Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. So, this is the second episode in August as part of our um, birthday special month. We watched 1974's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre for my personal birthday special. I'll admit, as we discussed in the last episode, it was really hard for me to choose one. And I don't think Mm -hmm. I even told you until... Wednesday. What, Wednesday, yeah, and today <laughs> Maybe is, even Thursday. I think it was Thursday. I, I didn't make up my mind until like two days before we were recording this, and I really did some soul searching regarding <laughs> my favorite movies, and uh, I kind of used the requirement of yours for The Big Lebowski in that it was a movie that you do go back to like every year at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so you consistently are always up to date with it. You know, it's not like held up to a certain standard from years before. Right, from 10 like, years ago. Mm-hmm, exactly. So when I really thought about it, I'm like, what movies do I watch every year besides the usual like holiday movies that a lot of, you know, everyone kind of watches every year around the holiday season. And, uh, <laughs> mine were between this Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, or Bridget Jones' Diary. <laughs> Turns out those are my two favorite movies, I guess. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this before, but I personally love Bridget Jones' Diary, too. Like, mm. I that was I was the perfect age for that movie when it came out. Yes, you know? yeah. Um, and the book. like, mm-hmm. And it was written like a diary. Like, how cool. Uh, between both. It held up in both mediums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I have a much Especially the deeper first movie, connection. So. Mm-hmm. I totally. I get that. Yeah. So, but I, two vastly different movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for the episode itself, yeah, I went with Texas Chainsaw Massacre because yeah. I, I love this movie. And you got to keep your credit up a little bit. A little bit I, I had to keep my street cred a little bit <laughs> yeah hanging just, by a thread. yeah it's hanging by a thread now for sure all right so just uh, to start off with our usual uh fun facts it was uh, directed by toby hooper it was written by kim hinkle and toby hooper produced by you guessed it toby hooper <laughs> The one-man show. It was starring Marilyn Burns, Paul A. Partain, Edwin Neal, Jim, I believe it's Sedow, Cedo, I'm not sure, Um, and Gunnar Hansen. Uh, Cinematography was Daniel Pearl. It was edited by Sally Richardson and Larry Carroll. Uh, Music was by Toby Hooper and Wayne Bell. And uh, the production company was called Vortex. And uh, it was released October 11th, 1974, rated R, 83 minutes. Uh, fun fact about the production company Vortex, uh, I did read that's like how the actors were um, paid, was like they had like bought a share or something like that with the movie. Like it wasn't mm. like, oh, we have a contract and we're doing this for the set amount of money. It was like they invested in this company but it ended up kind of just screwing them over. Like, I bet. Yeah, because like this movie made apparently millions in drive-throughs and ev- everything. Sure. You mean drive-ins? Um, oh, drive-ins, yeah. <laughs> drive-throughs. <laughs> drive-ins. Um, 
And uh, there's been rumors of like mob connections with kind of like the way the distribution and the sales, something mm. like that. So it has a little bit of um, intrigue regarding it. <laughs> um, and then also the inspiration um, Toby Hooper had, yeah, a little bit of Ed Gein, the serial killer. Um, and then also it was a kind of a modern retelling of Hansel and Gretel was like mm. a little bit of his inspiration. And then also just during a Christmas time crowd and he was somewhere where there were like chainsaws and he thought, oh, I know a way I could get through the crowd quickly. <laughs> so I guess really it was kind of inspired by those musings, you know, yeah, that random thoughts Yeah, that you have to yourself when you're in public. Um, so, yeah. And then a little bit also of a doctor he knew that apparently went into a morgue and skinned a cadaver and made a mask for Halloween. I don't oh my know how God. I don't know how true that is. I hope it's not, but that that I was like, what? Hopefully that's the fuck? like one of those like urban right legends or whatever. I hope so for sure. And then um, the titles that might have happened were head cheese. <laughs> It was discussed thoroughly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, where was it all? And then also just maybe Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, they already, didn't they make a movie called Leatherface? Um, yeah, I believe so. Like the origin story they did I later. So. There's been so many now. I will say I have seen um, quite a few of the iterate, like the iterations over the years, but this one always remains my favorite. Oh, for sure. Um, a little more just on the last couple of fun facts, because this I didn't know about. This was something new I learned. Um, they were shooting for a PG rating. Oh, wow. Because um, at the time, there was no PG-13. I guess it was just either mm. PG or it was rated R. Right. So it was like one or the other. Um, so they told them that if maybe they use less blood, they could possibly get it. Um, so that's why, if you really think about it, most of the gore is implied. And they don't show a big amount of it. And there's only the blood used in those very few scenes. Yeah. And, uh, It's yeah. really... I mean, I feel like they used enough because it was terrifying <laughs> you know I what know. i mean yeah no apparently it was like no more than just a few tablespoons or something mm. yeah that constitutes a pg rating i guess it, no it still got rated tablespoons it still got rated r though yeah. they were like no this is not getting this a pg <laughs> um and pretty much like almost every cast member got their face is not a pg rating no the concept of that never <laughs> never yeah he's just terrifying so um, yeah, him as well as everyone else in the cast, um, it was just brutal filming it because yeah. it really wasn't Texas. It apparently was like over a hundred degree days. Oof. So like those scenes where, yeah, they're like sweating like that yeah. is legit. Sweat. Um, <laughs> and then this is another thing too, because I really appreciated this scene last night. And then when I was reading, doing a little research afterwards and I read this part and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense because, um, the part where um, Jerry first sees Leatherface and that scream that he, like, lets out. I don't know if you catch it or remember it, but it is, like, 
a legit, like, terrifying sounding yeah. scream. And I noticed it, like, really well last Jerry was night. the guy with the glasses? Yes, okay. yes. And um, when he's getting attacked by Leatherface in the kitchen after he opens the freezer with the girl. Oh, okay, okay. And he turns around and Leatherface is there, right? Yeah. So this scene, apparently... <laughs> so apparently during filming, none of them, like, the cast kind of separated from Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Like, until they're... Um, until they were, like, murdered. Their character was murdered. And then they would talk to the actor or whatever, right. you know, be normal but i guess before they they weren't and it made the the scene of surprise basically because that was his first time seeing the guy in the leather face costume yeah like <laughs> yeah and everything so he was like legitimately scared. that scared when, well yeah when he comes i can say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the first time he had seen hansen in, in full costume mm. so i was like yeah you can kind of tell when you really watch <laughs> that part pretty closely yeah it seems funny. like a genuine look of like surprise and terror so uh yeah so those were a little fun facts um jess is gonna take it away with the googled summary when sally hears that her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized she and her paraplegic brother franklin set out with their friends to investigate after a detour to their family's old farmhouse they discover a group of crazed murderous outcasts living next door as the group is attacked one by one, the chainsaw-wielding Leatherface, who wears a mask of human skin, the survivors must do everything they can to escape. Okay, so um, first, I think to share one of the reasons why this probably is one of my favorite movies is the first time I saw it mm-hmm. um, was with you yes. and your mom. Yep. And she took us to a late night screening of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. At the silver screen. The silver screen. And it was one of those cool theaters where everyone sat at like tables and there was food. Mm-hmm. You get pizza. And it was like only a dollar yeah. to see the movie. Because it was old. Yeah, so the first time I saw this was on the big screen, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It was so amazing. I think I was like 12 or 13. I was around that age. It really impacted me, not only because it was genuinely scary still, yeah. but it was such a fun experience because we were in this theater with a lot of people who had seen the movie before, mm-hmm. um, everyone participated yeah it was like a very involved watch like people screamed when you should scream and and laughed when you should laugh you know and um i just remember having the best time Mm -hmm. it being one of the funnest movies i've ever seen in theaters and after that it just stuck with me i made sure i bought got my own copy and i watched it around every like halloween season Mm -hmm. a lot of times i just watched it throughout the year i just loved Leatherface. I was really into kind of true crime. Um, I always also, it was a story that I was, I, I grew up being told. Like before I even saw the movie, I basically was told like an oral version of the <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was like the scary story that, you know, when you ask for a scary story. Right. Um, in my family. So I was just told like, Leatherface. Yeah, Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah, and I <laughs> genuinely thought at first that it was a based true story. on an actual true story. Like, 
And it wasn't until I saw the movie and then I was like, oh, well, this probably didn't this happen. Is not <laughs> like, yeah. Right. And uh, again, I was a little older and I, I mean, was reading real true crime. based on like Ed Gein, the serial Yeah. Killer. And that is when I figured that out and I read more about that stuff. So I guess this also is the movie that kind of like helped spark the, the beginnings of my interest in like weird shit like mm. that <laughs> and like scary things and Things that go bump in the night. Yeah, just anything that was scary and horror related. Like, this is really what made me be like, okay, I've been dipping my toes in it. <laughs> I'm going head first now. <laughs> Let's get into the horror zone. Diving in the deep end. So that is uh, my memory is connected with this film and why it is my favorite. Do you have any other extra memories? That's that w- exactly my memories mm-hmm. as well. Um And I've always said this is one of my favorite horror movies, mm-hmm. too, um, because of that, because it's still exciting every time you watch it you know it gives you anxiety <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit anxiety inducing <laughs> and it's fun and it's short it's quick like mm-hmm. it does what it needs to do and it gets the fuck out of there exactly you know I mean? <laughs> exactly when was the last time you watched it i guess it had been longer than i thought but mm-hmm. i mean i remember all the major parts obviously because mm-hmm. i've seen it so many times but I think it's been a while now. Um, okay. If we're talking houses, it's uh, the first one. Oh, dang. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's also be fun to kind of get into um, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so let's just do it. Let's do the thing. Yup. One thing I love about this movie, and it sets the tone and starts in the beginning too, is the lack of music. That's what I always... That's what made it so scary to me because mm-hmm. the music tells you what's coming, what to expect, how to feel... And when there's no music, you're like, oh, anything could be around the corner. Exactly. It's like that awkward silence that exists in real life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And especially in something that would be so terrifying as that. Like, what would be the back? The background music is their screaming. Like, <laughs> right. Is, uh, and like, to me, it's the first half of this movie is, you know, one thing. And then the second half is like, and now starts Sally screaming. (laughs) She's going to take it on out through the movie. (laughs) Screaming. (laughs) Which I would too. It's like, that would be terrifying circumstances. Obviously you're going to be screaming. Exactly. And I will say that in most uh, horror movies, if the screaming gets to be too consistent, um, a lot of times I fast forward or it gets to be too much for me. I don't know why this movie is an exception for me. But it is. Because you're mentally screaming in your head, too. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I do get a little where I'm like, oh, my God, Sally, we get yeah. it. Like, it's a, it's a lot, you know, to have to listen to. Well, I, that's why I don't mind because um, on my phone I can use it as a remote as well. And it has the fast forward 10 second button. Oh, there you go. 10 seconds is just enough time to be like, oh, all right, take the edge off. Just yeah. <laughs> not messing anything. Just. Tap, 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 <laughs> away from that screen. Tap, tap. <laughs> but I do like the beginning, the, um, I, I suppose, what is that sound? Is it supposed to be like the flash the photography? Hee. Yes, the. It's iconic. It I is know that. The sound of, of nightmares. It to is. Me. It, it really is. is. I, like, I feel like for this Hee. to have such little music, yeah, it does it's have. It's a terrifying sound. Exactly for sure. what you need. Yeah. And it still haunts me. Like, I know. It's still haunting. As soon as it started, I was like, whew. Yeah, you get those like, like, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> That's every time. Good. I know. Every time I watch this movie. Especially because now I have a sound bar, so it was 
super enjoyable to watch it last night. (laughs) So something I've always noticed in this, and I'm glad I have a platform now in which to speak of it, (laughs) is um, when it opens up in the graveyard and then you're getting um, the radio background. Totally forgot about all of that. Oh, of like why they were there. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, I do not remember the grave robbing thing at all. I remember that drunk guy in the tire. He is burned in my memory. Yeah, I remember. I was like, that guy is creepy as yes. fuck. <laughs> but and that one guy comes right out of nowhere like, I'm going to steal your girl for a minute. Come with me. Her grandpa's buried her. Her grandpa's buried her. Her, her grandpa buried her. But no, um, the part for me was the radio. And then they say the informant led officers like to the situation going on at the graveyard. And then later we do find out um, from the gas station, the cook guy, when he's beating his um, brother, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, I always thought that was his son. I thought it was grandpa, dad, and then the two sons. That's but what I thought. I, no, apparently, they're I guess brothers? they're technically all brothers from what, when I was like reading about fun facts. Oh, Okay. I did. I still didn't catch that. I guess. No, I don't. I don't know if it was super implied in the movie or not. I guess that's just. He just. So. I know he was just talking to like the hitchhiker guy, and he's like, "Can't leave your brother alone." Yeah, exactly. So you, so you don't get what his, his relationship yeah. is. Yeah, with them necessarily. Yeah, because I feel like he would say our brother. Yeah. Right. Not so, but your he always brother. says your brother. So I assume he's actually their their father. And he's quite a bit older than like the hitchhiker both of them. Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess you can't. Is. You can't tell. With Judging by his teeth, <laughs> <laughs> he's an adult. I know that. Yeah. But anyway, he's like kicking him and telling him, "I told you to stay away from that grave." Yada yada yada. Um, and we do know there's like body parts missing and all of that stuff. And we know that they're basically like cannibals. Right. So we're assuming that they're the ones who have been. Oh yeah. That's what I was assuming. Right. But the real question is though, who was the informant that ratted them out? Well, oh yeah. I don't know. I've always wondered that. I'm like, has anyone else ever caught that? Is that, or am I like putting the two together and it's not related? Am I overthinking it? I don't know. The only thing I picked up on the, um radio thing i was like uh news reports of just texas being fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) no i just know that they mentioned an informant and i'm like who the fuck was the informant i'm like was it that the bald guy at the gas station because you never see him again i don't know the one the one who washes the windows i'm like like Um, could he be the informant i don't know Anyway, it's all my speculation. I just heard that on the radio. I felt like I really paid close attention last this night. Time, yeah. yeah, so um, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, who the hell was ratting them Who's out? The informant. Yeah. And then we cue to Franklin taking a piss. And he is definitely, I feel like, one of the most easily hateable characters ever created. Franklin? Yes. Oh, I still felt bad for Franklin, man. <laughs> I remember when we were kids, we would always be like, poor Franklin. Out of nowhere. Oh, I guess because I have continued to watch this movie every year. That is not my feelings about Franklin. Well, I I was like, they shouldn't have brought him anyway. She, he was like, oh, come on, Franklin. It'll be fun, Franklin. I do remember that scene. And I do agree with you there. Um, Because I'm like, Franklin's ass at home. Like, you're the ones, yeah, if you kind of invited him, like, you knew... This is going to be kind of difficult for him exactly. to be able to, like, where you're going specifically. 
And have to sit in the van with no air or nothing. Like, yeah. that's your other option. So apparently Franklin was a bit of a method actor, if you will. And uh, the cast did get, like, genuinely annoyed with him. I guess none of them really liked him because he tried to stay in character. Mm. Um, and he did interpret the role as him being a very whiny guy. Well, he he nailed it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> he really did. Because um, I just root for his death really? every time. <laughs> I watch this movie. I just cannot wait for it. Oh, I every, still feel bad every for him. Every rewatch. I feel bad for him to an extent when he is like chilling in the van. Because you know what? I feel like if it was up to him, um, they would have everybody would have minded their own damn business, not go traipsing through people's houses. Maybe not, but he was the one who wanted to stop at their grandpa's place. Um, I think they only wanted to do that because they didn't have any gas at that place. Yeah, I yeah to kind of stop, but he's the one who kept mentioning Granddaddy's place. They were fucked either way because the guy running the gas station was in on it. The whole exactly, time anyway. <laughs> and he was even saying you can wait here. So right. was, he probably was just going to still attack him regardless. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah, that was supposed to be the outcome either good way. Tonight. <laughs> Their dinner's been fed on more people. People eating people eating people. Meta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, him chewing on that sausage. It's so gross. I know, (laughs) especially when you're like, it's people sausage, right? It's people sausage. (laughs) Ted cheese. I know. So all those little things in the beginning, like you said, this movie is quite uh, quick paced, Mm -hmm. and so that's what I appreciate about it too. Is you really just kind of go through it. That crazy-ass hitchhiker. Yeah, that whole scene. They, like... And it's, again, so uncomfortable and awkward and and just creepy. Yeah. And that guy did a very good job, Mm. too, in my opinion. (laughs) For these to be, like, yeah, young, starting out actors. I think that... Oh, the acting, I think, was amazing in this movie. Sally? Mm Mm-hmm. She brought it home. (laughs) I really do. She's, like, my favorite final girl, Mm -hmm. probably, for sure, just because... They also have her character do things that I feel like also are the more realistic. Like when she um, is first running away from Leatherface and then and she just runs right, right to the fucking window. And but yeah, when she just jumps out the window of the second yeah. story, I'm like, yes, girl. Exactly. Like that is what someone I feel that's like what it takes. To yeah, survive. that's what you would do. You would jump out the window to, to avoid the man wearing a skin mask. <laughs> With a chainsaw. a chainsaw in the house of horrors because you just found a bone couch. <laughs> I know. I love, so I love that scene with her. Just everything. It makes, yeah, it just makes sense. Like they don't um, have her running up there and then just, oh, what do I do? Ah, you know, and right. even. Trap um, myself in the bathroom and just scream until somebody saves me. So even if we go back to the first deaths um, with Kirk and Pam, uh, those are also two of my favorite scenes kind mm. of with um, Leatherface with the yeah. introduction. Like one, when just the way he closes that door after uh, he just like knocks yeah. him in the head, bashes him in the head with a hammer. Like you would kill a cow with that's just crazy <laughs> and the way he slams it shut like i still get like Ugh, instant yeah, like chills exactly and that metal door like it's horrifying the way that even the set decoration in that place like it is so 
scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's chilling. It is. And then the meat hook scene. Yeah, oh God. Like you said, so much can be implied and yet so scary. And like the way and it shows her like like supposed holding to be holding onto herself. It, yeah. Try to get herself off of it, yeah. And at last night too was where I really like was paying attention, trying to like to little things in the background. And I just think she did such a great job too, mm-hmm. like with how she acted back there and then Leatherface in the front. And another cool thing about um, Gunnar Hansen is that he did go to, like, a mental, like, um, hospital mm. as well to kind of... Because he knew he couldn't act with his face. You yeah. know, he's wearing these masks. So he kind of did it to find certain mannerisms and everything like that. Um, so that's how he was able to kind of convey what he, he was doing, you know. Which I think he does well... It's just all scary. It's yeah, just all super yeah, creepy. Yeah. Uh, that scene, especially with him cutting up the guy, having her hanging. Like, again, we've mentioned the Jerry scene. Because pretty much almost everyone dies actually very quickly. Right. Like, when you read the summary, even, like, they almost make it seem like they had a chance. Right. They just <laughs> do whatever they take. Oh, they just walk in the house and dead. But dead also. Dead <clears throat> After he well, kills and the Jerry, the squealing noise is fucking freaky as hell too. Really freaky, right? And he was like, "Oh, there's a pig in here." Well, also though, this is where I'm kind of on Leatherface's side. Exactly, mind your business, bro. Like, don't go into other people's house. That guy even told him he was like, "People don't like you messing with their property, and they'll show you they don't like it." And then, oh, they got gas. Let's go take their gas. Get the. That's not your house. And if somebody doesn't knock on the answer the door, you don't fucking go in. They just walk into this guy's house. Yeah. All three in a row, practically. Everybody well, does. I guess the first two, and then later comes the other guy. But again, because like this is the scene too after he kills Jerry, and it's like the three of them are dead. So yeah. now it's just Franklin and Sally are like left back at that other house. But Leatherface has, like, his moment, you know, where he's kind of, like, freaking out. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, because, like, three strangers have just, like, waltzed into your home. And they've already seen your shit, so obviously you have to kill them because your shit's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) So Leatherface gotta do what he gotta do. (laughs) I mean, I I was like, I mean, mind your business. I know. Do you think, if I saw some creepy-ass house, do you think I'd be traipsing through that property? Mm-mm. No. Nope. 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 So, um, yeah. So I'm kind of like, uh, you guys are the ones trespassing. Like, they're just doing stand your ground. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what I was confused about, though? Why was the chicken... What was the up with the chicken in the cage? <laughs> that was straight up just them like, what if we had this chicken in a cage? <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet that's... What, what does that represent? Just the one chicken in a cage. I just think it's supposed to be crazy. And there's like feathers everywhere. Just feathers everywhere. But they didn't look like chicken feathers. I don't know what kind. It looked gross. Like they did such a good job. It looked like a like the bottom of like a hamster cage. (laughs) (laughs) Leather face be like, damn, people keep coming up in my motherfucking house. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, just leave him alone. And uh he probably wouldn't have bothered you. Not too late. You already done pissed him off now. Now he's got to kill all y'all because someone's going to go run around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, this is also the beginning of when we see, uh, so he's wearing his first mask right now. <laughs> and he does uh, three, there's three mask three changes. And wig changes. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> 
because <laughs> uh, they represent who he is and how he's like the different sides exactly. of Leatherface. How he's feeling in the moment. Yeah. And so I like later, um, this is when Sally and Franklin, and I love Franklin's death scene is as quick as it is. Because, like, she's pushing his ass in the woods in this wheelchair. For one, this is, like, when Franklin is peak annoying to where it's perfect that Leatherface just pops up out of the freaking woods and out of the darkness and just mows Franklin down. It's still such a great scene. I still wrote, poor Franklin. (laughs) And Sally, the way she looks and screams and just takes off. Yeah. I mean, it's... That's some good acting. It is, but... Because uh, it was still, like, anxiety-inducing. Exactly. Um, because then you just have the sounds of the her screaming and the chainsaw. And as, like you said, this pretty much is the beginning of the act of Sally screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love when she realizes, like, after she runs into their house, and she realizes, oh, my God, I'm in th- his fucking house, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's when she does the window like, jump. Yeah, look on her face. Yeah, that was phenomenal. I just love yeah everything about that scene. And when she finally gets to the gas station and thinking she has help, and then you just know at that point, like in your gut, as that, soon as he comes in with that rope and the sack, yeah, yeah you're mm-hmm. like no. And then just what are you doing? Like again, that build up, and it mm-hmm. was just so. I remember the first time watching it, being like, oh my god, <gasps> yeah, like you kind of figured. Yeah, you figured, but then it happens. And then when he keeps, like, poking her with a broom, (laughs) but he hits her with a broom. Like, this is also why I love this movie, because at different times it has just the weirdest, like, comedic, like, parts almost. And her just, like, smack her in the face with a broom. Yeah, that's how he was subduing her. But even when she she was in the truck with a potato sack, and he's just like, I know! Poking her with the... But then you find out he, like, doesn't have the the guts for killing. Oh, he doesn't take any pleasure in it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm assuming there are, like, slaughterhouse people, right? Like... It sounds that way because when, um... Grandpa... They talk about Grandpa and his skills. Yeah. And then also the hitchhiker, he talks about how he was like, oh, no. the way was better. And then, yeah, because it took jobs, the, the gun did or whatever. Um, so I guess that's mainly, I feel like that should be the explanation. I guess I know there's origin stuff and all that, but we're, we're only talking about this movie when we are discussing these things, like Mm -hmm. just this particular, um, iteration, just the first, um, I take it that they were slaughterhouse workers and then they got laid off essentially. And then I guess they resorted to killing and eating people to survive. Oh, right? Okay. Like, that I, would, that would make more sense. That's the biggest assumption. Yeah. And then they were like, cause they enjoyed the killing obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they said, Oh, he was the best killer there was right. and all this. So they just uh, ended up treating people like cattle yeah. in their eyes. True. And they sell their barbecue. Mm. It's a humble living. It's a humble living. <laughs> you ain't gonna get rich, but we they, get by. They get We're by. comfortable. <laughs> we use every part of the person. And remember when the hitchhiker's in there, he's talking about the head cheese. Yeah, and like, they, they use everything. everything. And then you go to their house, and yeah. then they have the, the, the <laughs> full skeleton lamp, though, is... One of uh, my favorite decor pieces. What about the... Uh, the hanging chandelier face thing? <laughs> the sk- 
skin chandelier. <laughs> yes, the with the face. It's I love it personally. <laughs> I mean, would it be any better if it was a cow? <laughs> like every, like everything about it, the set decor with how they did it. I again terrifying. Like yeah. I love it. It's so creepy. It's and it's gross. basically like this is what a serial killer family how they would live. It really know? is. Like, yeah. Oh, they're. <laughs> They got Killers, their, they're just like us. They got, they got their <laughs> DIY projects. They got their, you know, heads on the wall. They got their um, <laughs> oh bone <my> couch. <laughs> uh, I just thought that's funny, yeah, that how uh, detailed it was. And then, again, it can be so comical at the same time. Like, it's in this house of horrors. Mm-hmm. And it genuinely looks like a house of horrors. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like it just looks like so... Yeah. Like, oh, I feel how dirty it is. Exactly. Like, the TV like and stuff. skin crawls as soon as you would, like, go inside. And apparently there. it really was, like, that disgusting. And wouldn't it smell? Like oh, it did. Yeah, they even said, even when filming, like, they would have to, like, take turns, like, leaving. They had to leave the house to just go throw up because the stench and everything. From what? Because I guess that really was feathers and shit. Like, the whole, and it was so hot, and there was, like, no air conditioning. Ugh. Like, it just stenched their own sweat. Like, everything. Like, a combo of everything. Apparently, it really was, like, a nightmare to even film the dinner scene. 27 hours, and they did it straight. Oh, man. Yeah. And you know why? Because the guy who played Grandpa, um, his name's uh, Jim Dugan. Um, he was, it took 10 hours to get in that makeup. So, he was like, this is only time I'm doing Whoa. Because he had to be in that. It took 10 hours, and then you're in that heat, <clears> and, and he's then doing it. Yeah, and so they were all like, we're doing this in one go. He was like, one and done, and so they spent, I yeah, I believe it said 27 hours. So, the look of mania and like. Just how they even look just crazy and manic and worn and out like and hysterical yeah. and done because they were. Yeah. I feel like that's why the unhinged family dinner scene. I love that though when she just starts screaming and then I was like, it's a Sally scream along. <laughs> In the up close eye shot. Yeah. Like that later. Was the- <laughs> to me, that is the scene that... Um, Goes a little too much. That's like, why I was hitting the fast forward Yeah, we're seconds. like, this is a little much. <laughs> because I feel like, and this is one thing I didn't find when I was looking up stuff, so I'm not sure. Um, if someone knows, uh, do inform us. Hop on our Discord. Let us know. It seems very abrupt almost. Because they're like making fun of him, and then they were calling him a cook and stuff. And then saying how she was going to be next. or They were just laughing. And then they do the weird scenes with her. But it seems like... It's supposed to be something more that spurred her to start mm. kind of freaking out. But then when they show the scenes of the family, they're not really doing anything like, extra that seems... <laughs> extra that, scary at the moment. Yes. Uh, but then later they do show Leatherface kind of getting in her face again. So I'm just wondering if maybe just something got edited and we like didn't see like right. a full flow. But maybe that she's scene, just finally losing her grip on reality. Maybe, yeah. So it just happens so fast that I'm kind of like, it still throws me she's off. She's just there like, ah, ah. Or maybe that's what it is. It's just supposed to throw you off because it's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and Leatherface has his like, you know, his his good wig on. For oh, scene. oh yes, his domestic. He's like serving dinner mm-hmm. with his. <laughs> uh, that shows his, uh, yeah, domesticness. Um, well, no, earlier he has. 
when he's getting ready for dinner, he's wearing the gray wig. Right. Yeah, in that one. And then later, though, when she, like, because she does go unconscious that one time when the grandpa is sucking the blood out of her. <laughs> which still creeps me oh, out, too, to this day. Which, because at first I forgot, um, when they first brought grandpa down, um, I was like, wait, isn't he? He's dead, right? And then I was like, no, he ain't. <laughs> no, it was grandma that was dead. When she had ran up there and jumped yeah. out that window, yeah. they did have a woman there. But she so, was already dead. Yeah, so I was like, so at one point there was a matriarch, or yeah, a woman to have these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Ugh. So just thinking about that freaks you out more, too. Exactly. But yeah, so after the finger sucking scene, <laughs> after when she comes to Appalling. that, is when he had his third costume change and he was wearing his makeup. Mask I know with the good wig. <laughs> I was like, "Come through, Rocky Horror." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do love um, his um, face mask changes <laughs> throughout the movie. Um, and then he's when living he, his best life. He really he's is. Just, uh, also, Will did you notice it? you said when they were like, oh, get grandpa down there and they're carrying him down. I swore the hitchhiker brother. It sounded like he called Leatherface Francis. And I, <laughs> and I, I didn't notice. I even tried to rewind. I couldn't quite catch it. And it was very late last night when I was able to watch it. Um, so I was kind of tired. So I'm like. Is Leatherface's name actually Francis? That would be amazing. Because when I was, again, doing research for just the little notes or, or facts to share, a lot of people are talking about how actually his name is supposed to be Bubba something. And mm-hmm. then, like, I know in another film, um, they try to say his name was Jedediah. But I could have swore when he's, like, telling his brother, because he's like, oh, get... I swear he says, Francis, help me get Grandpa. So I and I I googled it. No one else has noticed it. So I was really tired. I don't know if that was just my mind, but I'm like, I really hope Leatherface's name was Francis. So that's (laughs) what a fancy name for a (laughs) for a fancy lad for for a fancy lad. (laughs) Um, but maybe he's Francis when he's wearing his. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe. That maybe, would be... Maybe that persona's name is I Francis. <laughs> I know, but this um, movie watch this time for this year actually made me really more interested in, uh, like, creating my own Leatherface lore. <laughs> <laughs> Doing your own Leatherface fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make some Leatherface fan fiction. Making a mood board. <laughs> Gotta make my uh, Francis. Uh, Today I feel like Francis on a scale of one Leatherface to Francis. How do you feel today? Have a Leatherface with like fall flowers. You know? I love it. Autumn Leatherface. Oh. <laughs> so the dinner scene did remain just as disturbing, albeit, like I said, yeah, sometimes the screaming can get a little annoying. But again, it. I don't seem to mind it as much as I have in it wasn't, other No, films. because it wasn't like, it wasn't all that loud. You know what I mean? The whole time it wasn't like in your ear loud. Consistent. Consistently like in, the same Yeah, pitch. there is like different breaks, I guess. And plus you like, I mean, I don't falter for it. Like I would be shitting myself all over the place <laughs> if that was happening to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would say so. And that's where we go to the uh, one of my favorite funny parts of the film and uh, the catalyst of us ending, you know, getting to the end, um, is when they're going to let Grandpa have one last go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and he keeps dropping the hammer. I was like, first off, I would be more terrified of that fucking bucket. Right? Than any one of them. Like that nasty ass <laughs> slaughter bucket. Oh my God. No, thank you. With my head in there. Kill me. <laughs> he was trying. It was no, trying and then they just keep putting it and it just falls out of his hand. <laughs> I still crack get up. It, Grandpa, get it. It makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And uh, this is when Sally is able to break free and then take off. And uh, we get the final running scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the second time she ran her ass through a window, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah she just again <laughs> runs out the window. This time, the stunt double, very bad. Was it? Oh, my God. The wig was so... Oh, it was, like, curly and white. Oh, <laughs> And it was definitely oh, a, it. a dude and, like, not even... It wasn't the same outfit. It was just, like, a similar outfit. Like, All right, just run through it. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like that one wasn't done as well as the other window jumping scene. But also, you get that juxtaposition when she jumps out the window and it was daylight. Yeah. And you can finally see, like, you're... The other one was so dark in the running right. scenes. It did get a little monotonous at times. Because you couldn't really tell what was yeah, going on. Yeah, but honestly, it works for that because it kind of made it scarier. Because right. you don't have the music. All you have is you the chainsaw. Have the, the chainsaw sound, yeah. <laughs> the glimpse of like this <clears throat> white-ass face following you. Yeah, so now when it was like, yeah, and it goes and she jumps out and all of a sudden you realize it's daylight. Like, to me, that was such a stark contrast that it's still, I'm like... It gets me every time, too. Right. Like, Whoa. How long has she been in there? Yeah. We're like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, like a terrifying night. And right. then I'm just wondering, why does a truck driver, like, get completely out? And well, then- not only that, but when they're, when they both get back in the truck, why does he not just take off? I don't know either. The chainsaw wasn't coming through the door. It was barely scraping it. Exactly. So that was the one scene where I was really... And then the truck driver doesn't get away. He just... He's nowhere near his truck. He just keeps running. Yeah, he keeps running. And here is where one thing I will say, I'm like, I watch this movie every year almost. And why did I think the truck driver, I thought we saw him get got. But no, he just takes <laughs> off. Yeah. And then. I thought he did too. Like, I thought he got killed in his cab. I, I guess thought. I did too. And I did not remember. He just takes off. But he's just running. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, the poor truck driver. Yeah, so what, is he going to be screwed now? Like, <laughs> Dead, what? I guess. Yeah, so, and then I did like how also when Leatherface did fall before that and then chops his own leg yeah. with a chainsaw. Yeah, 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 Because Well, because he hits him with a wrench in the <laughs> <Yes>. face. <laughs> so, then, can you imagine just seeing her, like, covered in blood with a man and a chainsaw, like... Just chasing her, yeah. Right. Well, he got out of his cab because he ran a dude over, like, totally oh, over. Oh, yeah, I guess that would be. <laughs> and then I guess he probably came to a complete stop, and I don't know what it takes to, like, start up a rig. Maybe he just felt like he didn't have enough time. Maybe, yeah. Like, oh, he's going to slaughter us with a chainsaw before I get this started? I don't know, Maybe. especially if he ran over a person. Like, I have no idea. Because, <laughs> yeah, um, when Sally's running, you do have the hitchhiker brother, and he's, like, just kind of trying to fuck with her. Well, he's, like, Slashing at her with a mm-hmm. knife. Yeah. So. And um, that was another thing that we didn't bring up. I just do want to bring up real quick is uh, whatever family resemblance they did, the hitchhiker and the other guy, the the cook, yeah. uh, gas station guy, they really did well, I feel like, of making Looking you like feel like other. they were uh related for yeah. sure. Like even in their mannerisms and the way they laughed, they did that weird like, 
<laughs> I can't even. It was just yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought they did really well with that. Um, so, yeah, when he's slashing at Sally and he gets hit, I don't, all of it was just so good. I mean, the dummy was hilarious yes. that went under the truck. <laughs> Looked and like Mr. Body. I know. <laughs> so those were good. So what we do know is Leatherface at least is still alive. Uh, his brother gets ran over and killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cook guy and the grandpa technically are still alive, too. Right. Um, but Sally survives. So you would assume the family does not get to continue. Right. Um, eventually. Obviously, so, they're going to jail. Yeah, for sure. But her hysterical laughing when she's in the back of the truck. She's like, <laughs> and it's so, like, satisfying. That and his sad interpretive dance exactly with the chainsaw that he does i'm so glad you brought that up because <laughs> finish it i put the leather face sunrise dance <laughs> he's like my brother's killed she got away i Her know dance with this chainsaw <clears throat> and the lighting in it and every it's just so moving <laughs> i know it was it really was like it's a great scene it's a you know because you don't you don't know if they actually killed people before that could have just been all the grave robbery stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. so maybe it was them coming into his house that spurred this into action you know what i mean right yeah so. like is this the actual origin story like right like before they weren't killing people they, they were, were just, just killing cows and then digging up dead bodies because right. they had no money or so but i'm like if you have a gas station you got some money. You, yeah, I mean. To buy food. You're like the only gas station in town. But again, they're just weirdo psychos. There is no explanation. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like there's always a reason. What <laughs> happened to you, Leatherface? I know. <laughs> well, obviously there was violence in the home. Obviously, <laughs> he's a product of his environment. Environment. <laughs> um. How it ends, though, with the, the beautiful Leatherface sunrise dance. <laughs> um, and then it literally just cuts the credits. And again, no music. Just nope. silence. Just silence. That's the movie. Um, again, I still <clears throat> really enjoyed it. Yep. Still love it. Love Leatherface. I, I feel like I tried to express it in this of why I love it. But certain moments I still can't quite put my finger on what makes this one stand out or why I like it more than others. I've always thought the absence of music totally made it scarier. Mm -hmm. Um, The, I felt like it was realistic, like the way she acted, the running out of the window, Mm -hmm. the visuals, Um, with the decor again, the, the detail, the attention the to detail. detail. Yeah, yeah. The detail, I guess it really was. I mean, even like in, for it to be made in, you know, 1974. It's impressive. It's impressive. The effects, and then it was the makeup, this the... small group of people too. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was only like, it was like $60,000 to make. Yeah. Yeah. And Halloween is always being notorious for a low budget, but apparently it was even more than that. It like Halloween even took well over a hundred thousand, I think. So I'm even more impressed that they did this with around 60,000. Yeah. Um, to get the amount of detail they did. So good job. Impressive. I know. Um, again, it is sad knowing that the actors really didn't get paid what they should have been due. Um, the way that worked out. 
because uh, they were, yeah, they were good in it. It's funny that my husband is the opposite. He does not like the acting at all in this really? movie. Really? He, yeah, last night he would, he kind of watched a little bit of the beginning with me. And uh, he was like, oh, the actors in this. Uh, so I was like, I was like, some of my favorite final girl, like the support. Even yeah. I hate Franklin. You're like, get out of but here. But I think the actor <laughs> did a good job of being Franklin. Yeah. Like, you know, even if I don't like their character. Pam, uh, with her astrology stuff, mm-hmm. I like that. Sure, she could have been one way or another, but then when she was doing the meat hook scene, I'm like, no, she was great. Maybe the dudes, Kirk and Jerry, they were kind of just so little. Well, there was... You're not going to get much out of them. Well, yeah, know? they weren't in the movie really that Exactly. Long. And I, like I said, Jerry's reaction to Leatherface, with it being genuine... Mm-hmm. Um, still some of my favorite parts. Like all of, like all of this, it, the whole thing is my favorite. Like how <laughs> you were with the, with the, it's big so Lebowski. short. Yeah. The whole thing is my favorite. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you have any standout parts this time? Oh yeah. Just her running through the window the first time. Yeah. I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Run. At all costs. <laughs> Cause I would be the same. No, no hesitation. Run straight out. Man with a chainsaw or breaking a leg, breaking a leg. Exactly. And even if I broke my leg, I would motherfucking crawl <laughs> as far as I could. <laughs> and then, like, even when they were, like, touching her face, I'm like, I would have been like, ah, uh, biting like a finger off. Like, who's the cannibal now? How do you like it? <laughs> Jessica's gonna be biting the old man's fingers off. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your blood out. Are you like that, old man? <laughs> and then they're just gonna like welcome you into the family. They're like, there's a breeder for us. <laughs> oh God. No, I'd rather I would kill myself before that would happen. I would take myself out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, I would do anything <laughs> for life, <laughs> but, I won't. but I won't do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Toby Hooper's 1974 masterpiece. Masterpiece, faux show. Yeah. Um, again, when I was trying to make up my mind for this movie, at first, I didn't think I was even going to do a scary movie because I know we are about to kick off our spooky season. And this is what we've been kind of looking forward to all year. Um, I know when we started the podcast, it's even in our intro, um, that we kind of want to focus more on horror, science fiction, fantasy, fantasy um, which we did thing. kind of stick around when uh, we did the 1997 theme with Event Horizon and Anaconda, did some of those kind of fun movies. Anaconda is totally horror. <laughs> it's a creature feature. <laughs> I consider creature features horror movies okay. for sure. I'd be like watching um, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Which, oh man, that was a big Swamp Thing. <laughs> I know, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You and your weirdo, big, I like big, scary men in masks. I like big, sloppy monsters. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, it's your fantasy, not mine. <laughs> it's their fantasies. Not, no judgment there. I just said I like you them. You want to fuck a big, sloppy monster? <laughs> 2022 you can do whatever fuck you want so anyways (laughs) sloppy monsters aside 
was, as what I was trying to say, <laughs> was now we're going to be going back into um, more of the horror genres because of spooky season kicking mm-hmm. off, yeah. uh, which I think will be a nice change of pace. Um, we're going to probably put a lot of the uh, just strictly action kind of movies um, on the back burner for a mm-hmm. while and really delve into some of our... Uh, favorite style of movies really which is horror i would say um we always come together to watch a good <laughs> horror movie you know nothing like getting scared together exactly brings people together so the first one for september will be uh 2005's uh the descent mm-hmm. uh we're actually going in the early aughts this the time early aughts. so that'll be fun uh, to kick off in September with that. And then October, I think we will actually have maybe a bonus episode and a, uh, a mini-sode, that kind of thing. Um, because it's our favorite time of year. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> kick off to the burr months. Yeah, the burr months. <laughs> the burr months. My favorite months. Oh, yep, me too. We are actually doing a uh, girls trip as well during the month of August. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up soon we do one for our birthday uh every year for the past like three years now i think we've been doing it our fourth yeah Yeah. and uh this time we're actually going out of state we're going to savannah georgia Mm -hmm. a very spooky town um so hopefully we'll come back with some fun stories too to tell you guys um if we see any ghosts (laughs) (laughs) stephanie has made us a homemade um walking tour of the cemeteries <laughs> and the different um supposed like... haunting um areas yes so we'll we'll see i i'm daring them i want to see a ghost if i'm they're daring real, them i want to know they exist <laughs> or not because i will say i love this kind of stuff but i'm not a believer of ghosts mm. So if, it, if they're real this better be the damn i'm a believer of everything uh, yes you are so <laughs> So so we'll see how the trip goes and uh and if I finally get a get a sighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might be able to make you think you have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ramble on. Ramble on. <laughs> so that's our lineup. And again, you can find us on at Filmgazers on Instagram, Twitter. We're going to actually try to participate in our Discord more. I don't think any of you guys have even looked into it. (laughs) The whole whopping four of you. (laughs) But yeah, you can find us there if you do want to further discuss. I really do think I'm going to um, kind of go into the the Leatherface lore on the Discord and maybe have some fun with that. Um, I was very uh, inspired. (laughs) Maybe I'll do some sketches. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I want the one, the autumn leather face. Autumn, autumn flower. Give him some warm tones. Yes. <laughs> for, the, for the season. Put him in earth tones. So that's where you can find us. And uh, time to hit the dusty trail. Until next time. Later, Later taters. taters. <laughs> Nailed it. I feel like that one was real off. You can do it again.